The Muster Financial segment brought to you by Craig's Investment Partners, Gore. This information is general in nature and is not financial advice. Craig's Investment Partners Limited financial advice provider disclosure statement can be found at craigsip.com slash tcs. Wednesday afternoon, catching up with Sam Grant from Craig & Co. Craig Investment Partners here on the muster. Sam, good afternoon. How's things? Afternoon, Andy. No, doing really well, thank you. Um, been an interesting start to the year on the markets front, hasn't it? We're talking about New Zealand, Australia and the USA all actually looking pretty buoyant. Yeah, after a pretty miserable year last year, um, yeah, to sort of start 2023, uh, markets right across the board have been pretty buoyant. Um, with sort of like the New Zealand up, up, up over 6%, the Aussies up about 7 and even the US up about 7%. And that's uh, all been driven by some, I say some good longer-term indicators, particularly around inflation maybe uh, starting to taper, uh, which is sort of put some positivity in the market. Still a, still a long way to go, um, particularly this year. Uh, so the markets are probably looking at, generally pretty forward-looking, so they're kind of looking more towards the end of this year, going into 2024 with some positive signals um, there, particularly around inflation, effectively. It's good to hear news like this, though, because what we're hearing for the last 18 months or so hasn't been all that positive. So I suppose this is at least something to look for, look forward to, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. No, and particularly when we're sort of getting some data out of the US now that inflation may have peaked and is uh, effectively on the downward trend. Um, you know, there is still that risk of a recession or at least an economic slowdown, particularly sort of towards the middle to later half of this year. Um, but yeah, that's maybe not necessarily a bad thing in the long term if it uh, gets inflation under control when we're sort of heading into 2024. Uh, looking pretty good, or at least um, economically looking good and inflation-wise looking good, which would be uh, quite nice. And I suppose the one thing is, particularly with markets, if they see things are sort of trending in the right direction, they tend to react pretty quickly to that, even if the current environment isn't looking so flash. Um, yeah, if they kind of see a bit of a way out or a bit of positivity in the long term, they tend to factor that in pretty quickly. How are you, how are you finding inflation over the next six months, Sam? Uh, I think based off Reserve Bank <coughs> forecasts, they're sort of saying it will probably stay reasonably, or I think they're kind of thinking it's peaked and will start to trend downwards or remain sort of maybe stagnant and then start to trend downwards. I suppose the biggest risk at the moment is, I suppose, doing effectively the reverse of what they have done um, and that's sort of overcooking it and driving inflation down quite quickly and sort of overshooting, which is effectively what happened on the inverse over the last sort of 18 months where they dropped interest rates too much to sort of get us through COVID and it kind of um, uh, spoofed on the fire effectively and inflation sort of shot up to that sort of seven odd percent. So, um, yeah, yeah, so they got a bit of a balancing act effectively going forward at the moment about how much they want to move the OCR rate to combat um, inflation effectively. Yeah, it all correlates back to the Reserve Bank and how they view everything too, doesn't it? Yeah, and then you kind of throw in things like the flooding at the moment, uh, which kind of, I suppose, those are a spanner in the works around, um, yeah, what kind of effects that will have on supply chains, which, you know, if that gets dis um, disrupted again, that sort of tightens up supply, which is inflationary, which pushes prices up. And then even around... Um, 
so the building industry, which is sort of I suppose we saw those massive price increases based on supply chain stuff and whether increased demand going forward, uh, yeah, what kind of effect that'll have? Because uh, you're generally um, construction boom is generally considered uh, inflationary. Uh, so yeah, what kind of effect that'll have uh, sort of remains to be seen, I guess, at the moment. Good news story last week, Sam, the global dairy trade auction going up, which was the first time for a few months. So all eyes now look to the next one as to whether this trend keeps going in the same direction. Yeah, so I think it was the first uh, major jump in about five months after sort of a, of a soft finishing towards the end of last year. Uh, yeah, quite nice to see as we sort of start to get into the, to the later parts of the season. Um, yeah, so hopefully that sort of at least for dairy farmers, we, um, we had a rate there won't be any sort of any movements in their dairy payout um, at the moment, which would be really, really nice to see. The housing market, uh, what are we seeing here? What's happening trend-wise, especially in the south? Yeah, so obviously for 2022, we saw uh, house market or house prices really soften, particularly in the major centres, um, and particularly volume sort of dropping off. Uh, basically really on the back of sort of rising interest rates and sort of tightening up the lending from uh, banks and I think people just being a little bit more cautious going forward. Uh, it sort of looks like that that maybe has started to uh, soften a wee bit, at least stabilise with the fallen house prices, at least off the data for January. Uh, and I think, you know, sort of looking forward, if interest rates don't tend to move too much more or even sort of trend downwards, yeah, that maybe sort of property prices may have uh, dropped off. But at the end of the day, um, if inflation does remain stubbornly high and the sort of flooding up north impacts that, um, yeah, so there's always potential for a bit more movement, particularly if interest rates don't go in the direction people are expecting. Can you see much changing for a town like Gore? We can argue there is a lot of development still occurring. Yeah, probably not. Things like the regions haven't seen the same movements that the big centres have. Um, uh, particularly, I think you know when supply is still pretty tight, and, uh, and I think you know with sort of the places that have seen the biggest drops were generally the ones that saw the biggest rises uh, beforehand. So you tend to say most of the regions tend to from that fact. Hey Sam, if somebody wants to get in touch with yourself and the team of Craig's Investment Partners, what's the best way to do it? Uh, give us a call on uh, 2090153 or come visit us at 120 Main Street in Gore. Good on you Sam, always great to chat. Awesome, appreciate it Andy. Sam Grant from Craig's Investment Partners here on Main Street in Gore, always good to catch up with these guys. Still ahead for the hour, we're catching up with Natalie Crystal out of Sergeant Dan's stock feed. David Giddings from Meadows Lee Genetics regarding the Rams sale that he's involved with tomorrow. Um, and James Edgar as well, farming at Mile Flat. But up next, Joseph Mooney, MP for Southland.